dig. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Things We Dig. As always, I'm Chris Vig. What's up? It's Alex. Hey, everybody. It's the other Chris. Welcome back, everybody. It's Dave. To kick things off, I want to ask you, dudes, have you seen the new Disney Plus Star Wars series and or? And if so, what are your initial thoughts of the first three episodes that they dropped? Uh, yes, just watched them back to back. I'm glad they were kind of shorter. They weren't necessarily an hour long, but I'm really, I'm really into it. I don't think the bar was set for this one. Like we maybe did with Obi-Wan and I still just love that idea of the, they're like telling the story from the previous star Wars. So you're kind of getting an idea of, of the in-between, like when the rebellion is starting to form and people are starting to really get sick of, is it the empire now or is it still okay? Yeah. So I'm stoked, man. And I love that they dropped those three episodes because it was like the building point, the end of the last, the end of the third episode was like just perfect. Like it almost could have been one full episode because it ended it like, ah, shit, here we go. Now, now, now the fun begins. So I really liked it. I'm excited. Yeah. I've been really digging it, man. Like Alex is saying, I think my expectations for Kenobi were a little high and they Disney-fied it a little bit too much. So I like that they, completely haven't disneyfied this show yet there's no shoehorned in humor there's no like pandering it it really feels like a prequel to rogue one like it's got that same gritty realistic kind of desperate feel to it and just seeing andor's character and how he's just kind of a piece of shit man like he's down to use people and fuck people over and he's really just trying to, yeah, I mean, he's had a really hard life, so he's just trying to survive, but he only is looking out for himself. And then to see how he's going to like grow to care about like the rebellion through hating the empire, I think it'll be a really cool arc. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm right there with you, man. I mean, like you mentioned, they didn't Disney-fy it where the first episode's pretty dark. You know, you see uh, Andor Cassian, he's on this planet looking for, you know, his sister, you know, they're showing a little bit about, you know, where he came from and how he and his sister got separated. And of course, the Empire, there's a couple of officers who are just being total douchebags. And that whole sequence of him in the rain and how you think he's going to let the officer go. Like they get in the fight and the one guy gets down and he's like, I, I promise if you take him in, we'll, we'll say that this was a mistake. And in my head, I'm like, oh, this is a Disney Plus show. You know, Diego Luna uh, Cassian was, you know, essentially a hero in Rogue One. So you're like, oh, he's, you know, he's going to do the right thing and blasts him hmm. in the face. Of course, we don't see that. It's still on Disney Plus. So they're obviously not going to show anything of that. But I just like dark tone. And like you're saying, Chris, he's not a good person at this point. Even in Rogue One, he tells uh, Jin that he's done some shit. Like he's not a, a perfect person and he does whatever it takes to please his cause. And yeah, as we saw in this episode, in these couple of episodes that he's just really just out for himself, making a quick buck, even getting friends, you know, it's like, Hey, tell him I, I was here doing this with you. And you could just tell he's a uh, kind of a sleazebag at this time. Yeah. Even in rogue one, I mean, they're, they sent him on the mission because they're like, yeah, when, when you find her dad, just wax him. Like we we're sending you to be that guy. And like, he got obviously talked out of it in that movie, but he originally was there to just murder Galen Erso. 
So I think he he continues to be like, you know, this kind of a piece of shit, but he's doing it against the Empire. So for all the right reasons kind of guy, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I really like that uh, angle they're going to play with him. I hope he continues to make like, you know, morally gray decisions. All right, dude. I've, um, out of all the new Star Wars uh, material they've produced since Disney has taken over, I feel like Rogue One has, is honestly my favorite out of the movies because they still, they told that story so awesomely, man. Like just everything, the way it was shot, the way it looked, uh, getting the plans. And then we knew how it was going to end for them from the jump, you know? So just hearing that story and then being introduced to that character through the movie, it almost makes sense to, I, for you listeners out there, I have fallen behind. I still need to watch these first three episodes, but um, it would make sense at least to me too, going into it, how just the world is or the, how the galaxy is at this point with the empire and their rule and how it's gotten to this point, how people, even if you are a good person, you're probably out there just like, fuck this shit, man. I, I have to look out for myself. And I feel like you kind of have to get your hands dirty out there nowadays with this empire rule, man. There's just a lot of seedy characters everywhere. Yeah. Hella seedy characters. I was wondering in the show, those dudes that Andor shoots or the guy actually shot him technically, right? Like the, the blaster bounced off and hit his homie. Like it wasn't, it wasn't Andor. Um, I mean, it, it was, yeah, a, he, it was he a, fell and bashed his head into the ground. Ah, for it. Okay. He, okay. Died. Yeah. Yeah, Cassian so, headbutts him, and, uh, and he just, like he's got a fucking mean head. Well, what is it? Those guys aren't part of the Empire, but I get the vibe that eventually they're going to be a part of the Empire, or it's like a completely different like police force. Um, that's what I was curious because they gave off Empire vibes, but they were wearing different clothing, and yeah, I don't this, think they were. To me, it seems like, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, producers that the empire right now has like just kind of taken control of the whole galaxy. They've just switched over to empire. It's been a pretty smooth transition so far, but it's not done. So I think like you're saying these uh, planetary defense forces, these conscripts, these like militia or four higher security forces are all slowly getting assimilated into the empire. Like they, it seems like operate freely, but mm-hmm. still will answer to them. So yeah, these guys I could see becoming because their their uniforms are very like reminiscent of what the yeah. empire becomes as well. So similar to how you're gonna see clones in this show, still as you know, clone troopers in these like halfway between clone troopers, halfway between stormtrooper armor. I think it's showing this yeah. whole how how the empire became what it is and then how the rebellion started against it. I'm excited. I'm pretty sure they're going to do two seasons and that's it, but I'm not it- positive. The rumor I heard is that it will be two seasons and end like days before Rogue One story starts. Oh, wow. Ooh, that'd be kind of cool because, I mean, as we know with Rogue One, that one ends right where A New Hope begins. So, yeah, so theoretically, you could just watch like the entire arc of the Rebellion starting to where they get their first victory against the Empire, which would be fucking super dope. Hell yeah. So I want to ask you guys who have seen the show, what do you think of the flashbacks of showing Cassian as a young kid and he's living on this planet called Canari and it's sort of like a kind of, I don't know how you would describe, they're like a tribe almost. There's no- Lord of the flies, dude. Yeah. (laughs) There's not a whole lot of technology there. Um, I guess for myself, these flashbacks, though I enjoy seeing them, they sometimes kind of get abrupt where you're you're in the flow of the current day Cassian and then it goes back and you're just like mm-hmm. you know so to me I mean I, as much as I'm 
really enjoying the series, I feel like those flashbacks just can be a little abrupt sometimes and kind of stopping the flow of, like I said, like what's happening in, in current time. Mm-hmm. Definitely the last episode gave that vibe where they don't really tell you what time jumps are happening, where it plays both scenes at the same time where you think this is the same timeline, but it wasn't. It was like when his stepmom and that homie met, met Cassian versus him like doing what he is now. So it was like almost confusing at first. You're like, wait a minute. Oh, oh shit. This is the younger version. Okay. Now we're back to the older version. Oh, it's the younger version now. So, I mean, it's definitely a good way for writers to go. If you want to fill in shit, it's definitely a good way to just time jump. But I see what you're saying. Um, Yeah. I've, I don't know. It hasn't really bothered me too far yet. I've actually been enjoying like the, like I said, like the Lord of the Flies, like kid tribe. It seems like something happened with the mining accident on the planet and the children that were left banded together and him running into these people. I kind of just hope that they expand on it more and it shows like who that black guy that was with the scientist or whoever she is was that rescued him and kind of how he got from that planet to where he is Mm -hmm. now and what happened to those people. And I also hope it's not the last we see that little red robot, dude. Liked it. Oh, no, dude. That's one thing Star Wars does really well is incorporating all these different droids from the movies, obviously R2-D2, C-3PO, and then just even the TV shows and the video games. Like these droids are just very likable, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know what we would call characters. And I, I really hope he kind of is, uh, he finds his way back to Cassian and sort of is, is his kind of a sidekick droid, as we've seen happen many times in Star Wars, because he's quite hilarious and he's sort of slow to kind yeah. of move. <laughs> Stuttering well, and stuff. Eventually he'll find that uh, droid. Right. Yeah. K2SO. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's gonna like fight him or something and like hack him or or you know what I mean? Like damn, that would be so badass. Yeah. K2SO is my probably my favorite droid in all mm-hmm. Star Wars, man. Sorry, mm-hmm. R2, but he's great badass, <laughs> dude. He yeah. he was acted well, played well, like did his shit well. I just watched Rogue One today, so shout <laughs> out to my boy. Uh I want to watch Rogue One right when well, I guess if it's going on another season, but definitely excited to watch this and then watch Rogue One again because I think I don't know Dave was saying Rogue One is arguably really one of the one of the top top Star Wars visually speaking amazing and this show doesn't disappoint it has the best space fight scene in all of Star Wars and I will die on that hill dude Mm -hmm. oh yeah it's good man and what's the what's the one guy uh it man he's in it too and he's oh yeah 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 I am one with the force There was a a spaceship in this one and I immediately thought they better make a fucking Lego spaceship of this. And I can't remember what spaceship it was. Dude, was it the rebel guys? I don't know his name, but at the end when he brings Cassie into his ship and they get there and it's fucking the landing comes out and the wings fold out. Yes, dude. Cassian's like, holy shit, this is your ship? I was like, this has to be a Lego ship, dude. It looks so dope. I hope so. Did you see they announced the UCS Razor Crest, dude? It's like a seven hundred dollar top version of the Razor Crest. Of course, crazy dope. So, besides K two S O, do you think we're gonna get any other? Not that it it needs to have any cameos, but do you think we're gonna get any big time cameos in Andor? Besides Mon Mothma, I hope not, because I mean she's gonna naturally be part of the the you know start of the rebellion or whatever, and seeing all these big name rebel officers that maybe people might not know because they're in the background. I think we're going to see them as young people and how they started the rebellion. But I really hope we don't get like 
big characters. That's kind of the thing I liked about, I mean, Rogue One had Darth Vader at the end, but it just being about like normal ass people in this world. I like that. I like the, the no force users and the no craziness, but I'm yeah. sure they'll squeeze some shit in. Man. I, I hope they don't do any like, cgi leia like how they did they had to for the story for the story's Mm -hmm. sake they had to and it was cool it was passable enough that you're like whatever it's two seconds where she says one line that ties in the next movie which was cool just like hope yeah just a little bit of it just a little bit of darth vader well like chris said uh, like chris said you know like mothman that'll be cool but um I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Ip Man, Ip Man pops in there. If there's Rogue One cameo somehow, that'd be cool. But I don't know if those would be crazy cameos. Dude, uh, Cassian has a cameo in this from Rogue One. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or even uh, Saul Guerrero, you know, would, would make sense in this. It's not that big. I, I, I'm still holding out for a Cal Kestis, man. If you guys know who he is, oh, I, I, dude, I doubt yeah. it. That, but would it would, be, that would be dope, dude. It, it would fit perfectly for kind of this timeline and that's a reach that's a big just wishful reach. i mean he'll be older characters, technically so characters within the timeline boba fett i mean they could just keep his armor on and be like oh young boba True, fett yeah. you know so yeah and if calcestis is in there he'll be quite older i want to say because um the ones would- that we saw he was younger this would be way after that wouldn't it no, well, no, because is... he was there like in the beginning of the game. He's working at the shipyard where they're dismantling all the ships from the Clone Wars. Oh, it's, it's I'm the sorry. Of the Empire. Yep, yeah. Yep. I was getting my timelines wrong. If he's not in this, I hope we see him eventually. Like they modeled him after a really fucking good actor who's the same age as that guy. Like put him in something, man. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I the feel pl- like they have to for sure, man. And the planet that Cassian is on, I, I think it's called. Karif or Farif, something of, of that sort. It kind of had that vibe of where Cal Kestis first started in the game, you know, like you said, yes, the, the shipyards. Dude. But again, just just wishful, just hope. Did he say Sagarera? It always makes me think when he's like, Did they send you here to kill me? Oh, <laughs> I'm a W. He was doing so. Well, he, <laughs> he's just crazy as what fuck. What about, uh, I'm hoping to see Yaddle, you know, that'd be cool. Oh, dude, it did look like from the previews for the show, we're going to see fucking uh, Babu Frick, dude. Oh, oh yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, an alien that looks just like him, which I'm cool with that, too. That'd be cool. Hey, you can never. It's my oldest can, friend, Babu Freak. You can never rule uh, Chewbacca out. <laughs> dude, I also watched Solo today. Ooh, I was torn between watching Star Wars recently and I chose The Force Awakens. Don't judge me. But Ooh, dude, I was going to do hey, The Force gonna... Awakens is the good one of the, okay, the sequel thank trilogy, you. I will say. I like The Force Awakens. I think it like no, yeah. kind of was a copycat of stuff, but it was like, oh, I'm paying homage and setting the stage. Exactly. For, I, feel like a, I feel like it mirrored it mirrored the first one and almost came across that they played it safe. But I was cool with that, dude. And then Han Solo being gone, you're like, well, that sucks. There's like a big yes, dude. F. Like that would have said it, and I'm like, the second one, The Last Jedi, it's going to be original dope, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, the rest is just a shit show. Yeah, like mm-hmm. you guys are saying, it it did kind of like repeat stuff, but it I thought it had the potential to set up the rest of the trilogy for like, damn, there's going to be a ex-stormtrooper who comes Jedi. There's going to be this mm-hmm. and that. And then they just dropped the ball. So I can still enjoy number seven. It's eight and nine where I'm like, what, what are we doing, guys? Agreed. 
All righty, Phil, it was good talk on some Andor. You know, as always, we uh, love talking Star Wars. But on that note, another great quick dig. And if you haven't watched it yet, Andor is now on Disney Plus streaming. First three episodes are out. Maybe you'll catch us talking about the finale and our thoughts on that. But until next time, later days, my friends. Adios, friends. Later, dudes. Watch it with your friends and or Han Solo. Adios, motherfuckers.